This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Continuing our breakdown of week number 17 in the NFL, we're hanging out for another hour with you in 20 minutes. Michael Felder from Stadium will be here to talk some college football, and then we will wrap the show with our lightning bets like we do each and every day here on the BetQL Network. You're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and listen to the BetQL Network day and night. Uh, Aaron, we left off with the Ravens, and we were talking about how bad Lamar looked in that practice clip. We know about all the corners that are out, six of them for the Ravens, and we've got the Rams favored by four. I just I don't have any interest in this game, especially with the way that Stafford looks. Stafford could have another dud. We've seen him go through his bad stretches. Even if it is Lamar, even if he does feel better, let's see. He's say he's more mobile than he appeared in Wednesday's practice, I have no interest in this game. How about you? I do not. Um, I'm actually trying to research who originally sent out this video, and I found it. ESPN Ravens reporter and WBAL radio contributor, mm. Jameson Hensley. So he's a regular. Yeah, he's got a lot of I don't think he'd following. be breaking any rules, but dang. That I don't video think so either. Is not good. Um, you know, Simon Hunter was talking about it just, you know, a couple segments ago. Just mm-hmm. it, nobody's relying on Lamar to throw. And if he can barely walk, this is not good. All right, let's move to the later afternoon slate on Sunday. Broncos at the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by six points. This opened five and a half. Now we're at six. Joey Bosa, Corey Lindsley off the COVID list for the Chargers. So some good news there. They're coming off a disgusting loss to the Texans. Back-to-back losses for LA. And Teddy Bridgewater doesn't look like he's going to go. All the reports on Wednesday said Drew Locke was limited, but he is in line to start again for Denver. I want to be consistent. We were considering Denver. If Teddy was in, if Drew Locke's in, not a consideration, not interested at all. Paul shaking his head no. Who can't? I mean, the guy nope. has not done. Ever since I texted you once over the sum- summer after like a 60-yard touchdown pass in the preseason that Drew Locke was the truth, it's been everything but. <laughs> I mean, that was obviously a joke. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's the offense is just You know like, what's going to happen I here? I mean, it's not great with Teddy. It's terrible with him. What's going to happen is the Broncos are going to run for 200 and still lose and not cover. That that could absolutely happen. <laughs> it could happen. I don't trust the Chargers a lot, but with this quarterback situation, it's got to nope. be Broncos. Not Do you interested. have any interest 
Do you have any interest in the Chargers laying the six or no? Oh, is it six now? It, yeah. It was five and a half. I think we'll it, get... It's six and a half now on FanDuel. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get picks in that contest, right? At least. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I do not. How about you? Okay. I don't have a strong feeling. I think it's... Honestly, with Drew Locke in there, I think it's Chargers or nothing, as gross as that is. But I think it's it Chargers is. or nothing. Yeah. No, it's good to bring up that point and look at it on the other side. If they might, they should try to take the ball out of Locke's hands. Denver, how do you do that with your quarterback? Take the ball out of Locke's hands. It's going to be all run, run, run. But even that, especially with this matchup, even that, I'm not. I don't feel good about it. We don't have to bet it. Too many games on the board. Uh, yep. Houston, San Francisco. Don't know if we want to do anything there. Jimmy Garoppolo was not practicing on Wednesday. It might be Trey Lance making his second start of the season. That feels like he felt like a year ago when he made his first start. But this number just keeps dropping because of the quarterback um, questions here. We're down to the 12 and a half at last check. Niners I see favored. It. Yeah. What's it now? I see a 12. 12. I see a 12. Wow. Yeah. Oh, now we're Vandal down to 12. Okay, so the look ahead was 15. It opened 14, and now we're down to 12. Texans off their big upset win uh, last week. Niners fighting to get into the playoffs here. Hey, I, I don't know. Davis Mills looks a lot better. I have I've some trust in him as opposed to zero earlier on in the year. So there's that. The Texans made the right call by benching Tarad. Let's see what we have in Davis Mills, and maybe they do have something there for the future. Not quite sure, but I don't know the San Francisco starting quarterback. Right. So, um, you know, the Texans did pull off the upset last week against the Chargers. That was impressive, but it's still the Texans. Come on. And Jimmy G is being stubborn, kind of like how Baker was. You know, he's, yeah, I played with this fracture last week, and I'm super confident. I think it's one of those situations if Jimmy G gets his way, he's playing, but maybe – I kind of like the idea of starting Trey Lance, seeing how this game goes, because, hey, it is the Texans. The Niners should win this game. But then if it looks like, you know what, let's just put Jimmy G in. We got to get the win and get out of here type of situation. Yeah. Paul, do you I will have an opinion here? So I, I took the Texans at, I think it was 15 or 15 and a half at the beginning of the week. Makes sense. I can't, we can't lay... 12 or nope. like I, I, laying the points with the Niners isn't even a consideration. I will say I just pulled up the mm-hmm. Texans defense, which has kind of been, you know, hadn't been bad through most of the season. They have had no help on offense, but over the last four weeks, they've been bad. They're like 20, you know, 26 to 30th across the board and EPA per play success rate against the pass against the run. Like there is, they have definitely, they're going the wrong way defense wise. But I still think. I mean, what's our cutoff for this? A I mean, is this favorite? Yeah, as a double-digit dog. Like if we were going to play the well, Texans. Yeah, what do you go down to? Eleven. Yeah, above. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Don't love it, but it's what definitely in the conversation. Twelve. What's what if it's twelve today? Twelve and Trey Lance. It twelve matter. and Trey Lance. I take the Texans. Yes, 12 and Jimmy G's broken thumb. Take the Texans. <laughs> right, right. Probably. So, it's Texans or nothing. Yeah. yeah, Texans or nothing, absolutely. But I'll say I don't I don't like it as much as some of the other plays we talked about. 
but Agree. it's it's only a con- consideration for the Texans. All right, uh, a little bit later in the afternoon, still that late afternoon slate, that 425 Eastern. Uh, Cardinals at the Cowboys. We've been going over this one a whole bunch. Inflated to five. Dallas favored by five. Uh, Tyron Smith, he, uh, he came back to practice in a limited role on Wednesday. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence scored that defensive touchdown last week. He was also limited in practice. Cowboys, best ATS record in the NFL at 12-3. and three. I know at Cardinals practice, James Conner was doing some work on the side. Maybe he'll be ready for Sunday. Their center, Rodney Hudson, did not practice. Cardinals, 7-1 on the road, but they need a win in a bad way after losing three straight. Aaron, uh, you've mentioned it multiple times. You're on Arizona getting these five still, right? I am, but now I'm debating doing Cowboys money line even though I did take the Cardinals on the spread. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to know because the Cowboys, as we've been talking about, have kind of been beating up on bad teams. Maybe the Cardinals are a bad team, or maybe they're not as bad, and they're in this game. I'm torn. Um, I don't know. I'm just playing around looking at my uh, parlay that I want to do. So I was thinking about putting Cowboys money line in there. I do not like, I mean, we can all beat up on Cliff Kingsbury, and that's certainly fair because his team's fading again. I don't like the way Kyler Murray's looked. And now he's going against a defense that just can't stop creating turnovers. So Mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if we're talking about a fourth consecutive Cardinals loss and they don't cover the spread. That's the debate people are having right now. The look ahead was two and a half. It opened three. And after watching the Cowboys dismantle the football team on Sunday night, it was bet up to five, and it's been sitting there. The key number of five ever since, Paul. <laughs> you could take a couple five and a halfs. You could play some five and a halfs, like seven and a halfs this week. But uh, for me, this is Cowboys or nothing. Even before the football team performed, like I kind of throw that out. And I know it's ticked up from three, but I this just seems like the Cowboys are figuring it out on offense. We heard Simon talk mm-hmm. about it. You know, Ed Egras has tweeted out some things about how just how much better they are at home. With that offense, yeah, Tyron Smith, you know, if he's back. And, and the point Simon made about J.J. Watt, too. And, Joe, you've talked about the Cardinals allowing yep. explosive runs all season. Uh, I think this is not a They're great matchup win. for the Cardinals. Mm. Is it like a Cowboys or nothing, or do you feel strong about the Cowboys? <laughs> I think they're very much in the mix for the top five. Possibility. Possibility. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's one. We we addressed this earlier with the golf injury, and now it's a knee. He was on the COVID list, and now they're talking about his knee. He did not practice on Wednesday. The Lions are still getting seven points against a very bad team in Seattle. Detroit looking for their first one on the road. They do have a tie on the road. They have one of the best against the spread records in the NFL. They are 10-5 ATS. Truly remarkable. Seahawks in back-to-back weeks laying a big number ridiculous but i you know it's they should be favored they should be significant favorites it's just that that number of seven they shouldn't be laying a touchdown yeah i like the lions in this situation i don't trust the seahawks at all um and wasn't it paul that said these are two teams trending in different directions very much i loved that yes yeah i like the lions i love the lions all season as underdogs and They've been good. They've been in games, and seven is a lot of points. So 
why not? They've been in close games before. This is not a good team, so I'll take the Lions plus seven. Where does this line move if Goff is in? Does it come down below, like, to six? I mean, are we saying... Well, we were seeing a- it at six and a half when there was the assumption that Goff was going to play. Like, I'm kind of yeah. surprised by that. I mean... What a, I mean, Joe, what am I missing here? I know that looking at some numbers over the week, like the Seattle run defense isn't bad, and we know the Lions like to run the ball. Swift looks like he should be back. I just don't know how that Seahawks team is laying a touchdown to anyone. I, Same. Who's? They're not that good. Okay. They shouldn't be so, considered that good. So we have a public dog? Is that? Is that what <laughs> Sorry. Just saying. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody make the case for Seattle. And I and I echo those sentiments. But I'm So are we are we in Bears Vikings territory where no one made the case for the Bears and it was the right side. Yeah, but the other side covered. Could be. Could be. But from an ATS perspective, it seems like the Lions just keeps finding ways to stay in games even though they always lose that's like they're always right there yeah i know and they've and done last, it against last week much they were better there with teams the... than the seahawks they didn't even have golf last week tim boyle no. and they were there i know it's you a know what got us last week yeah it was the wrong side of five i mean the game landed on four but it was a five and 100%. a half hundred <laughs> percent that's it it messed with us uh panther saints is disgusting guys can, do, do we know the starter? Do we know the starter? Cam Newton, PJ Walker, Sam Darnold? Does it matter? I don't know. Hassan Reddick goes in the COVID list for that Panthers defense yesterday. Number is six and a half. Look ahead was seven. Open seven. So I guess there's a little support. Panthers, they've lost five in a row. The five and ten on the year. Uh, the Saints have been bad at home this year. The two and five straight up. We don't know the quarterback of either team, right? <laughs> This is gross. No. I don't want anything to do with this game. Oh, and- can they cancel this game? Like, just pretend Please like it do. never happened. Yeah. Please do. After seeing bet- the Saints' twenty to three loss to the Dolphins, like I don't need to see anything more. Are we betting the Vikings on the road at Lambeau, getting six and a half? Maybe it gets to seven. Rogers going for uh, going for the MVP here. If uh, we have to, right? If it's seven. I, yes, I think so. Aaron? I am putting Viking six and a half in my parlay. All oh, right. ATS? Yeah. Uh, so Vikings, bad. 12 straight one-score games. It ties the longest record in NFL history. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. This is BetQL Daily. Coming up next, breaking down with some bowl games. Michael Felder from Stadium. Uh, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Each win means even more in the college football playoffs. That's why FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with 30-1 to 1 enhanced odds on any team to win their semifinal game. That means you can bet $5 to win $150 on any team to make the final. I love Alabama to get through and make it to a final. Their coach is one of the greatest, in fact, the greatest in college football history. He'll have his team ready with extra time to prepare. Don't miss your chance to win $150 off a $5 bet on the college football playoffs. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to sportsbook.fanduel.com and sign up using promo code BETQL to get 30-1 to odds on any playoff team to win. That's promo code BET. 
QL. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. 